KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego Art Power is presenting Indian fusion band Red Bharat, mixing Indian bhangra rhythms, hip-hop, and funk music, March 23rd at the Epstein Family Amphitheater. Tickets and information about upcoming concerts and events at artpower.ucsd.edu. Good morning. I'm Debbie Cruz. It's Thursday, December 8th. Hundreds of families signed up for a chance at a brand new affordable home in Escondido. More on that next. But first, let's do the headlines. The San Diego County District Attorney yesterday announced no charges will be filed against three former SDSU football players accused of gang raping a teenage girl last year. Last October, a teenage girl reported being raped at a house party near the SDSU campus. She alleged her attackers were members of the Aztec football team. After nearly 10 months of investigation, the San Diego Police Department turned over the results on August 5th to the DA's office for review. That office released their findings yesterday, saying there was not enough evidence to charge the three men. A civil suit filed by the now 18-year-old woman is still ongoing, as well as the university's Title IX investigation into the incident. Millions of Californians have now received the statewide middle-class tax refund aimed at offsetting the high price of gas. It's a one-time payment for people who are earning under $500,000 a year, and payments range from a few hundred dollars to around a thousand. The latest batch of debit cards were sent out this week to recipients with last names A through K and can take up to 14 days to arrive by mail. Gas prices in San Diego County are the lowest they've been since February. The average price of a gallon of regular gas in San Diego County dropped yesterday to $4.71. The average price has dropped nearly $2 over the last two months. Regular gas prices are now close to what they were around this time last year. Last December, prices were nearly $0.08 less than now. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego Osher Lifelong Learning Institute, hosting an open house to learn about the upcoming classes and seminars, member benefits, and meet the volunteer leadership team. Saturday, March 30th. Registration at extendedstudies.ucsd.edu slash O-L-L-I. Zillow says the average price for a home in Escondido is $800,000. So it's not surprising that hundreds of families have signed up for a chance at a home costing less than half that much. KPBS North County reporter Tanya Thorne tells us out of those hundreds, only 10 will get a new set of house keys. San Diego Habitat for Humanity is building 10 homes off El Norte Parkway in Escondido. So what we're seeing here is the horizontal pads, the foundations for what's going to be 10 affordable home ownership homes. Coffee Reed is a president of San Diego Habitat for Humanity. The homes are three bedroom, two and a half bath duplexes. And these homes are, as with all of Habitat's products, going to be uh, priced uh, to be affordable for families that make um, 80% of the area median income. So for a family of four, we're talking about a family that makes about $92,000. With a price tag of approximately $300,000 each, there's huge demand. We had 270 applicants apply for those 10 spots. It's tough, right, because the median price for a home in San Diego is, as we all know, $800,000 or so. Dollars. And so 
for working families who are trying to make that leap into home ownership, it can be really tough. Escondido Council Member Consuelo Martinez says she isn't surprised so many families applied for the chance at affordable housing. Now these families are living with uh, their parents in multi-generational homes waiting to be able to buy something affordable, right? And they're saving that money, but they just can't enter that market yet. And so this is really going to provide an amazing opportunity for our families here in Escondido. Martinez says the opportunity comes as she sees gentrification happening and pushing residents out of the city. You know, I noticed that a lot of the older homes are being purchased by investors. They're being gutted and remodeled and sold at a really exorbitant price. So it's really pricing out a lot of folks. So um, I want to, for me, it's something that I'm very concerned about. I don't want my residents to be displaced. Although 10 affordable homes is a small feat, Martinez says it's a start in the right direction at having more affordable housing in Escondido. A start that Maribel Valle says many families hope for. Valle works as a liaison for families at Mission Middle School and let them know about the opportunity. Well, I immediately started, you know, talking to my families and letting them know, you know, this is happening, you know, you should apply um, because I know the need. I know the need in this community. As she was promoting the application, Valle realized she also had a need for an opportunity like this. When I started looking at the requirements, um, I, I began to think of myself too. You know, I, I'm in that situation, so um, I, I did go through the application process. She's currently renting a room and doesn't have the space for her children. If she is selected, she says it would change everything. It would be beautiful to have my children back with me living and um, you know, it's something that, that I'm hoping for. Habitat for Humanity will be reviewing applications and expects to have the family selected before the end of the year. For us, what that means is we get to pick 10 extremely qualified, hardworking families that fit all of the criteria that you'd like to see. But it breaks our heart that we had to say no to some 260 plus otherwise really qualified families who also deserve the, this dream of home ownership. Families must be in need of improved housing, willing to participate in the building of the home and have a stable income in order to qualify. The city of Escondido and the state each contributed $1 million for the project. Reed says it's those partnerships, donors and volunteers that make their mission possible. We have costs for our development that aren't, this, aren't as high as market rate, but they're pretty close. So uh, the difference for us is we're not passing those costs along to our home buyers. We are working with partners to help make it affordable so that other people can get that dream of home ownership without having to pay eight dollars and $900,000 for their house. He says the mortgages won't exceed 30% of the family's gross income. And that affordability allows families to be healthier, kids thrive in school, and can be a resource for the future. Tanya Thorne, KPBS News. COVID-era rental protections are long over in San Diego, but now there's a proposal for new protections in an effort to prevent homelessness and displacement. KPBS reporter Jacob Baer has the details. The proposed framework for the updated tenant protection ordinance would offer further support and resources for both renters and landlords. Mayor Todd Gloria says it would be consistent with state law and in some areas go beyond state law to address issues facing the local rental housing market. Uh, this framework, I believe, will help us take the necessary steps to protect renters from wrongful terminations, provide clarity and consistency to our rental housing providers, and to prevent people from falling into homelessness. A draft of the amended ordinance is underway. 
It's anticipated to go before the city council in early 2023. Jacob Ayer, KPBS News. Wastewater is an early indicator of when COVID-19 cases are increasing in San Diego. KPBS health reporter Matt Hoffman says the flu is also now being tracked as hospitals deal with surges in both viruses. What's becoming our new standard of surveillance is using the wastewater for everything. Dr. Eric Topol from the Scripps Research Translational Institute says testing wastewater to track the flu is a good idea. San Diego County has been using the sewage to monitor influenza and it's trending up with more than 8,000 cases reported in November. It also remains a key indicator of when COVID cases are rising. All the rapid home tests or the lack of tests leave us with a a, a poor sense of what's going on. But the wastewater is telling us that it's shooting up quickly throughout the country. Ahead of the holidays, health officials are encouraging everyone to get vaccinated for the flu and boosted for COVID, especially those at high risk. Matt Hoffman, KPBS News. Coming up, a local LGBTQ activist is honored with a street sign. We'll have that story and more next, just after the break. KPBS On Demand is supported by the National Conflict Resolution Center. Topics like political polarization and hybrid work policies can create workplace conflict. NCRC can help workplace leaders navigate divisive issues with the culture, communication, and conflict certificate. More at ncrconline.com. Nicole Murray Ramirez is the honorary mayor of Hillcrest and a champion of social justice for the Latino and gay community, and just about any other marginalized group he feels needs representation and respect. He's also been recognized by the city of San Diego with a portion of Harvey Milk Street in Hillcrest, designated as Honorary Nicole Murray Ramirez Way. Ramirez spoke with KPBS reporter M.G. Perez about how he first got his start in social justice advocacy. Here's their conversation. So full disclosure, I have known you over 30 years, but you were already fighting for gay rights more than a decade before that. Where did that drive for equality and representation begin for you? Well, actually, it began with my father. My father was a Latino activist, and he was involved with the American GI Forum, which was the first national Latino organization in the United States for Latino veterans. And part of it, obviously, the component of that was pushing for civil rights. As I mentioned, you are the honorary mayor of Hillcrest. Do you consider yourself a politician? No, I I really consider myself an advocate for social justice and an activist. But, you know, all that politics is is in the core of just have to get involved in politics. And I learned that uh, quickly, uh, once again, from my father, who got involved with the election of the first uh, Latino councilman in Riverside, which was a very conservative city at that time. So where did your involvement in politics begin? 
Well, actually, I, I began as a Republican. I met uh, Richard Nixon as vice president and also his family as president. And I got involved in politics and supporting Richard Nixon for president and also for governor. And then what happened? <laughs> I actually was a Republican in Goldwater and then AIDS hit. And we had a president who could not say the word in six years of his administration. Uh, so it was just too much for me because I had people dying all around me and the government wasn't doing anything about it. There were vaccines made available within months of COVID. There's still not an AIDS vaccine. Why the disconnect? Well, I, I, I think people have forgotten all about AIDS. People don't think that it's still around. And of course, it's still around. HIV and AIDS is, is living here. And it's sad. I always say, you know, everyone celebrates the launching of, of rockets and, and ships into space and talk about, oh, soon we'll go to Mars. Well, we can't even live at Mars. You know, my outlook is if we would spend the money that we are spending on these space and so forth, I think we'd find a cure for AIDS and cancer. But we seem uh, to put our priorities in different ways. The community has blossomed into a much more diverse group known as the LGBTQ plus community. What does that say about progress that has been made? It says that we're an inclusive community. I, I, I always kind of chuckle when I'm in many people of color organizations or attending events and they we are LGBTQ people are in every aspect of every ethnic uh, community. We are a global community and uh, we are everyone, every religion and so forth. It's interesting that studies and surveys taken that a vast majority of LGBTQ people are religious, are spiritual, though many of the churches have turned away and also very patriotic. You know, people don't even realize that across the street from the White House, there's only five statues. And one of them is a, to an openly gay Revolutionary War hero, which Baron von Steuben, who was brought over by uh, Benjamin Franklin uh, after he told George Washington what a good drill instructor and a military expert he was. It's, it's part of history. And people don't realize we've been in the fabric of not only America as a whole, but in our history. I've been talking with Nicole Murray Ramirez, beloved LGBTQ activist, honorary mayor of Hillcrest, and now he has a street with his name on it. Nicole, thank you. Well, thank you and have a great day. That was Nicole Murray Ramirez speaking with KPBS reporter M.G. Perez. Yesterday marked the 81st anniversary of the attack on Pearl Harbor. KPBS reporter Melissa May went down to the USS Midway Museum for its annual remembrance. 2,403 U.S. personnel lost their lives during the Pearl Harbor attack 81 years ago. The USS Midway Museum has hosted the Pearl Harbor Survivors Association's annual commemoration since 2004. Many civilians, military members, and veterans attended this year's event, including Robert Ling, who served in the U.S. Navy from 1964 to 1968. It means a lot because my father was a World War II veteran, and I come here to uh, the Midway every every December 7th, and it, it just brings back memories, bad memories, but good memories too. Sadly, for the second year in a row, there were no Pearl Harbor survivors present. Melissa May, KPBS News. 
That's it for the podcast today. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening and have a great day. KPBS On Demand is supported by MaraCal Design and Remodeling, helping homeowners with their home remodeling needs. From ADUs to custom kitchen remodels and room additions, MaraCal Design and Remodeling designs and builds your dream home. Learn more at trustyourhometous.com.